Are you a life coach who's trying to choose a niche and you're struggling? Have you ever wondered if maybe you're making mistakes in the process of trying to choose the correct niche for yourself? In this episode of the Niche Podcast, we're talking about the most common niching errors that coaches make when trying to select their ideal niche and how to overcome them. Come take a listen. Welcome to the Niche Podcast, where we talk about everything related to your niche. It's all about your niche, your mindset, and having a business you love. I'm your host, mental health expert, Veronique Valencourt. Hello, my friends. I hope that you are doing well. I am actually uh, batching a bunch of podcast right now because I am going out of town. And I'm really glad that you're here. Today, we're going to be talking about the most common mistakes I see my clients make when they are trying to choose a niche and how to overcome them. I've narrowed this down to about seven specific ones that I see most often. And I think just for sanity's sake, that'll be helpful for you to have that list. Um, These are applicable not only if you're choosing a niche, but also whenever you get stuck in your business. So I want to start out by telling you a story of one of my clients that I've worked with. Her name is Amelia, and she had been stuck in niche drama for a good six months. She had gotten out of life coach school, and she was ready to hit the pavement running in terms of seeing clients and setting up a business and getting going. And she just kept feeling really stuck regarding the niche that she was going to choose. And she kind of went round and round and spent a lot of time in confusion about it. And after having done a ton of research and looking into various programs, she landed on my doorstep, so to speak. And She and I worked together through my niche program to help her get a really specific niche that worked for her. In my first session with her and in my first session with any of my new clients, we look at their beliefs and misconceptions that might have kept them stuck while they're choosing a niche and spinning. It's always an eye-opening session for them because they really don't see the faulty thinking that they are having that is keeping them stuck. And I help them start correcting that and thinking about their niche in different ways and offer them tools so that they can select the niche that works best for them. And they look at things in a completely new light. In Amelia's case, what's super cool is that she went, once she had dialed her niche in with me, we also worked on her signature offer and we worked on getting an audience and a freebie going that would be effective for that particular niche. And she was off to the races. She took a sales course with Stacey Bayman, and she's now a six-figure coach um, that absolutely loves serving her population of clients, and she's really super effective at it. So let's get going specifically with what these seven niche errors are that coaches make now that you've heard that little story. The first one is believing there's only one possible niche for you and that you can't get started until you have found the 
exact niche. Now, this one, lots of clients get stuck in because they are thinking that there is just one right answer. And I like to introduce them to the concept that there are probably multiple niches that they can choose from. And in fact, when I was starting out, I had a list, a running list actually, of probably two dozen possible niches. And I did a lot of brainstorming, but I was also operating out of the thought process that there isn't one specific one that will work and all the rest won't. I was operating from a space of plentifulness and abundance and that it wasn't about finding just the right one, but that there were many choices for me to have. And so that's the first misconception I often see in coaches is they think there's only one right one for them. And if they can't find it, that they're sort of doomed. Okay. So now the second misconception is thinking that there's something wrong with you if you're in doubt, fear, or uncertainty, or if you're second guessing yourself about your niche. So this one's really interesting because a lot of people will come to me And when we're working in our one-on-ones, in our groups, or even in my passive course and go, they, they say, there's something really wrong with me because like, I've just got all this doubt. I just, I'm just don't know. Like I, I should feel more confident about this decision. I should feel happier and more excited and I shouldn't be second guessing myself. And what we coach on in that misconception when it shows up for people is the fact that like your brain is really supposed to second guess any big decision you make. That's why we have things like long engagements when we get married. And in marriage, there's a huge ceremony because people do have doubts. People do have fears when they're making big decisions. And that's your brain's normal process of trying to keep you safe, trying to keep you away from any kind of perceived harm. And Also, just wanting to make sure that you're not going to fail at something. And how do we prevent ourselves from failing? By not taking action. And so that doubt, fear, and uncertainty that shows up and that second guessing that shows up when you are choosing a niche is totally and absolutely normal. And not only will it show up when you're choosing a niche, it'll show up all the time, consistently, especially if you're taking massive action. Okay, so now on to the third misconception. Coaches often will say to me, if I just put off the decision of choosing a niche, the decision will be easier later on. And you hear this a lot in sometimes some of the sales and marketing circles of life coaching, but people also have that as a belief. Well, if I can just put off this decision for a while and do some general coaching, then I can figure it out later. It'll be easier to make that decision later down the road. What I have found is postponing that decision does not at any point make it easier or less uncomfortable. All you're really doing is kicking the can further down the road. And especially when you're starting out, not niching down and saying, I'm just going to coach all the people and be a generalist, it's really harder for you to find clients. And so I really encourage my niching clients to not put off that decision. They typically don't come and see me if they want to put off that decision. But we really, when I work with them, work on the process of realizing that, you know what, if you put this off till later, it's not going to get any easier. It's the first hurdle that you got to go through. 
once you get over that hurdle, there's going to be other hurdles you have to overcome. But starting with this one will help everything else after it be a little bit easier. So that's the third misconception. The fourth misconception that coaches have or er thought errors or just errors in general that coaches make is discounting their past experience and trying to make a decision from a blank slate. So I cannot tell you the number of clients to come and see me and they're like, yeah, I have all this experience, this past experience. I've had all these things I've done before, be it, you know, professional or be it personal, but I just want to start with a blank slate. I want to not look at anything that I have done previously as an indicator or a clue into how I might niche down. And I think that's a huge error because you're looking as a life coach to be putting yourself out there as someone with experience that will set you apart from the crowd. And if you approach your niche decision from a place of, I'm going to erase the entire chalkboard. Well, that may be dating myself, the entire dry erase board. Then what you have happen is you're not taking it or honoring or using any of that past experience that actually already makes you an expert. And you need that information and you need to use that because those are clues about who you are as a person the experiences you've had, the experience that you can share and teach other people about. So that is the fourth misconception. Now, the fifth error that people in choosing a niche often get stuck in is worrying that your niche is too specific and that you'll be turning people away and you'll have to say no to a lot of clients. In my experience, the more you can niche down, the easier it is to create your messaging, your marketing for your people to find you. And I would almost hazard to say that it's pretty close to impossible to being too specific. I suppose if you picked a market where there was only one person who you could coach, that would be problematic. But generally speaking, the more specific your messaging is, the more specific your niche is, the easier it is for people to find you. And I can give you lots of examples of clients where that's the case. And I can even use myself as example. There's lots of coaches out there that are business coaches that say they are going to help people get their business going. But if you're listening to this podcast or if you're considering working with me, it's because you've got a specific problem and that problem is your niche. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening in on this. And so that is another error that people tend to make, life coaches specifically, is that worrying that their niche is going to be too specific. The other thing that comes around with that is you can always accept other clients that are not specifically in your niche. And I will tell you, full disclosure, I do that on occasion. I have had people who are entrepreneurs, not life coaches, come and see me to get help with their niche. I also have done other kind of coaching, like executive coaching, based on what people know about me as a niche coach. So just because you niche down does not mean you have to turn everybody away, but it does allow your people to find you. And that's what we're trying to do in this very busy 
internet street marketplace, right? We want people to be able to distinguish us from other coaches and have us be exactly what they are looking for. So that's that one. The sixth error that coaches often make in trying to select a niche is assuming that once you choose a niche that you will forever get to say goodbye to any kind of drama related to your business ever again. So one of those misconceptions, I guess the way I can explain it most clearly is once I pick my niche, then I won't have any more problems and there will be no more doubt. I'll have no more brain drama and I will just live happily ever after and this will solve all of my problems. Now, I wish that was the case. And certainly getting your niche dialed will help you with knowing who to serve. But I really want you to think about the entire process of creating a business as a long race with a lot of hurdles along the way. And the first hurdle is often choosing a niche. And often my niche coaching clients have an assumption that once they clear that hurdle, there ain't no more hurdles to be addressed. There's going to be no more brain drama. And unfortunately, that's not the case. As I've said in previous podcasts, and you'll hear me say this a lot, your brain drama about your business is not going to go away. You will continue to have self-doubt, doubt, fear, all those negative feelings that make up the 50-50 of our life experiences, 50% positive, 50% negative. And so expecting or assuming that once you pick a niche that everything is going to be rainbows, daisies, unicorns, and sparkles, and you're never going to have any doubt in your brain ever again or any struggle is a big error that coaches often will make. And I want to sort of dissuade you and warn you that that is often a misconception that is held, but that it's also just really normal to have doubt. You are going to have doubt all the way through your business from $0 to six figures to even beyond. There's always that little doubt voice that's there to keep you safe from doing things that are outside of your comfort zone. So that is number six. And finally, number seven, drum roll, please. The seventh error that coaches often make when choosing a niche is expecting that someone else out there has all the answers for them and that they can tell them what their niche should be. Here's my philosophy when I work with my clients in whatever format it is. The answers lie inside of you. My job as a niche coach, a niche drama coach, a niche clarity coach is nothing more than helping you uncover the answers that you have already inside of you. So my programs and my curriculums center around that concept that the answer is not outside of you, that it's not going to be asking, you know, 50 people, what should my niche be? What should my niche be? What should my niche be? Where you're going to find the answer that's correct, that the process of choosing a niche involves 
an internal inquiry. And if you want to work with me, take one of my passive courses, work with me one-on-one, work with me in a group. I want to make sure you understand that, that my job isn't to tell you what your niche is going to be. No one can do that for you. My job is to help you uncover the information and point you in the direction of where the clues to that information may lie so that you can come up with the correct decision of what your niche should be. And I'll be honest, there's a little bit of magic in the work that I do with my clients. Oftentimes I can put together things about them that they don't see, or I have ways of phrasing or tying interests and things that are important to them together in a niche that they hadn't thought of. But ultimately, that information, the fundamental information and where it starts is not outside of them. It is internally derived. And that part of the problem that a lot of life coaches have when they are looking to choose a niche is that they're looking outside of themselves to find the answer and to have somebody else, in quotes, an expert, give them that information and that that's not how it works. The information is inside of them and they need some support and some help in knowing where to look internally to find the clues. So that's what I've got for you in today's podcast. I hope that you are finding my podcast helpful. If you're interested in working with me, check out my new course that launched called Dial Your Niche in Five Hours. Also, check me out on Instagram at my underscore perfect underscore niche. And you can also check me out on my website, myperfectniche.com. And I look forward to seeing you there. Got some great freebies and great information if you are interested on my website. Lots of good stuff. And I look forward to seeing you next time. Thank you.